everybody, and welcome back to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited to be reviewing the Summer Nights movies that June premiered. There were five over both of the channels, so we will be talking about all of those movies tonight. We're so glad you're here. I'm Carrie, your host, and I've got some familiar faces with me today. They were just on some recaps over the past uh, year, right? Over just just in 2022. Eric, welcome back to the Hallmarkies podcast. How are you? I'm awesome. Thanks to be here. And I'm very excited that I get to do June. My group of movies is way better than it was last time. So it's, uh, it's you, good news. Good. You were on February's recap. You just told me. And I yeah. can't even remember what a February movie was. I mean, they... It did have the wedding veils. Oh, sure. So I had that okay. going for it. Yeah, good, good. Well, welcome back. And Megan, hey, so fun to podcast with you for the first time. We've never podcasted before. How are you? I'm good. I feel the same way as Eric does. I had May last month, so June is looking much better. (laughs) (laughs) It can get discouraging, but then you get like this great grouping of movies and it's like, oh, I remember why I love Hallmark. You know, that's what I felt about June. Also, just the summer vibes and it's like, oh, you're thinking about your own vacations. It just, it really makes you feel like you're, you're ready for summer. Totally. totally. I, I know what it really was. June was the month of the topless man. <laughs> the guys yes. did not wear clothes in June. No, we got we got a few, a few there. Yes, it yes, was. There was a lot of topless guys, and <laughs> I will well, admit they, they look good. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. They they pulled it off. So we know that uh, Christmas in July is around the corner, but. We're going to wrap it up here with uh, with our June, our Summer Nights movies. And um, we had great destinations, uh, a, a kind of a groundbreaking storyline. We had the topless men. Uh, we had great chemistry. So let's jump into our first movie that premiered early this month. And it was Hidden Gems. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I think, um, I'm assuming if you're listening to the recaps, either you're looking for recommendations on what to watch, or you want to hear us talk about some great movies that you already watched. But I'm going to just remind us what we're talking about and read the synopsis to all of the movies. Um, So hopefully that's okay. But Hidden Gems starred Hunter King and Bo Murchoff. And it is, this is the synopsis here. While prepping for her sister's wedding. Addie loses her grandmother's ring in the waters of Hawaii. She hires a dive instructor, Jack, to search for her lost treasure. They immediately clash with each other when Addie insists on the pursuit, on going on the pursuit with Jack. Once they come to an agreement, Jack ends up serving as Addie's tour guide for the island's hidden gems. So that is Hidden Gems. Eric, what did you think of this movie? Okay, I'll tell you. In May, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be another terrible movie from Hallmark. And I watched it. Awesome. I really, really liked it. It was super cute. Now, it's not going to be like one of the top of all time, but it was really cute. Um, new faces. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo, I think, had been in a couple. I don't know if he was, I don't think he was the lead, but he'd been in a couple. Um, ah. But Hunter King, new face. And I, I, they had great chemistry. It was just really, really fun. And it was a great way to start the summer uh, yeah. summer shows. I, I, th- I thought the exact same thing. What about you, Megan? Yeah, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think yoga on the water looks impossible. <laughs> 
I was like, what kind of core muscles do you need to do yoga on like, uh, I mean, in the middle of the ocean, no wonder she lost the ring. I mean, right. <laughs> but I did see some people say like, well, why was she wearing the ring? And I know like I have, right. I have um, earrings that I got when my grandmother passed away and I wear them all the time. Yeah. And sometimes I forget, like I'll do something. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm still wearing them. So I do think sometimes when you have those special pieces of jewelry, you kind of forget that you're doing something yeah. where you could lose it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's okay. so true. You know, I was so surprised that they, um, okay, first of all, Hawaii, it was gorgeous, wasn't mm -hmm. it? It was so gorgeous. And the um, the scuba diving um, scenes were just beautiful. And I loved how they highlighted the waters of Hawaii there. Um, but one thing I was thinking, like, it just did not make sense to me that they were going so deep so far. Like, I know. Why, why wouldn't they work with the beachcombers a little bit more? with the tide i mean i was like maybe i don't know the ocean very well but that didn't make sense to me <laughs> well you wouldn't have had the big sea turtles then if you were like right by where they were doing the uh the, whatever the yoga and stuff but <laughs> right. yeah i was thinking the same thing like there's a lot of nitpicky you could do in the movie right it had right. a lot of that but right like i say it was just cute and their their chemistry they had just it was one of the ones where it was great just check out just enjoy it like you say enjoy the scenery yes. enjoy the two of them yeah and everything but i had the same thing i'm like why are they in this like incredibly deep water right. when she lost her ring like 15 feet off the beach right <laughs> right so. now that being said though I mean, we can talk all over the place about this movie, but that being said, I was I was still a little surprised at the ending when the the guy did find it. The kind of he was a little villainy, you know, a villainous yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the beachcomber. He found the ring and kind of held it for ransom, you know, a little bit. And I was like, of course, of course that happened. Of course that's what what it was. But um, still, I thought it was a great story. Really fun, really fun story. She was. I liked how they clashed. That's a great, a great thing for me with um with the hero and the heroine clashing, but then kind of like getting respect for each other, you know, like they they had similar interests with the marine biology and everything like that. Yeah. You don't so, you don't think it came out he came out a little too harsh at the beginning though? That was <laughs> my one critique. Was I thought he came off like just not likable. And I was started out going, no, this yeah. is not gonna be good. But then he turned pretty quickly, but she's very cute. So I would turn really quickly too. So, but I, like I said, it just, he was a little just like darn right rude, like flat out rude. And that was kind of a little put off, but like I said, he turned quickly and whatever, 20 minutes into the movie, I completely forgot about it and I was enjoying myself, so. Right, right. exactly, exactly. But it was such a cute movie. So Eric, what would you rate this movie? Um, we're going out of five, right? Yeah, we're going out of five. I, 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 I'd give it a nice four just because, like I said, the chemistry I thought was fantastic. And yeah. the scenery was great. Yes. Nice. Megan? I said uh, 3.5. Oh, 3.5. That's so true. So I have a 3.75. I mean, I think it was oh, wow. just, <laughs> yeah, just I think we all kind of had the same very similar um, feels about this one. So it's a good one. The next one we go on to is that premiered after that was Caribbean Summer. And Caribbean Summer starred Heather Hemmons and Sedaris Bland. 
or Blaine. So there's Blaine. Um, I'm going to, it's a long, this is a really long synopsis. So I'm just going to um, read the, the first few lines, actually. Jade is a morning news producer. She's forced to take a vacation after an embarrassing gaffe during the, a live broadcast. She arrives at a relaxing Caribbean island, but Jade's trip gets off to a rocky start thanks to a snafu involving the house she's rented for her stay. Love. Love the forced proximity storylines. I love that. <laughs> I think that was fun. Uh, Megan, what did you think of this movie, Caribbean Summer? I just really loved it. Again, the scenery was beautiful. There were beautiful people falling in love in a beautiful place. Um, the mystery was kind of, it. I liked that they had a little bit of mystery, but at times I was a little confused and lost. Um, maybe I need to understand more of what a DA does. <laughs> but, I, but I did appreciate that they tried. And um, yeah, overall, I thought it was really good. Uh, yeah, that's great. Eric, what about you? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it too. Um, once again, I'll admit when he came out of the water and she was like that look she gave him when you whatever, I was like, she's like, wait a minute, he is a hottie. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, I was like, yeah, I see that too. But, right. Um, <laughs> the like I say, it it was it was just a really cute movie. I didn't quite like it as much as Hidden Gems, mm -hmm. but it had good. And to your point, the the, the proximity thing, I, yeah. I don't know if that really happens or not. But I found it hilarious, like, you know, the lamp, you know, I'm going right, to come get you right. with the lamps and stuff. So I like, I like that whole premise there too. I just think that's so funny. I was thinking like, okay, this, he has this house and it was this scam, you know, it was like someone rented it to her on uh, for a vacation, a long vacation, but it wasn't even a house that was on the market. You know, it wasn't a, not an Airbnb or anything. And he's like, oh, fine, you can stay. And I was like, <laughs> well, there were no other places on the island. This man who, who wants his privacy, you know, he ran away from Boston, you know, this DA, he's like this, he took the fall, right, for this, this mistrial or something, this mistake that happened with uh, the district attorney. And so he runs away and like, now he's going to let a stranger stay in his house. I mean, come on. But. Well, and then she stays with a stranger. I mean, this could have been an even bigger plot. Like, he could have lied. To, I mean, talk about Hallmark or horror. I mean, he could have, like, it could have been a whole big ploy, you know? I mean, she didn't I she didn't ask to see proof that he lived there. I right. was like, can you please show me proof that you live here? Right. Um, before, <laughs> that's what is, I would want to know. Isn't that the uh, lifetime version of this movie, though? Yeah, exactly. That would be the lifetime version. Yeah. That is a lifetime <laughs> It's so dangerous. Now, okay, looking over some of that, some of that danger and stuff, you know, I do think that um, the supporting cast was really wonderful in this movie. Okay. You know, the friend and the girlfriend and the parents and just the community on the island. And um, they all were there for each other, working for each other, partying together, you know, really enjoying island life together um they were they were such a highlight for me in this movie yeah his his best friend and his fiance they were great you know yeah. second couple and stuff like that uh, yeah. it was just enjoyable when they were on the screen and stuff yeah. i did think that the um uh who was it jade and uh 
oh, I forget his name, but they had they had quite the chemistry. They really kind of sizzled with with that. I like their whole little shtick about being like spicy food. You know, they like spicy food and oh yeah, see each other a little differently and. Yeah, so I think that's another little theme that was in June as well. Hallmark was a little risky with the innuendo in several of these movies. Like, yeah, that little spice thing <laughs> of, oh, you can handle a little spicier, huh? And stuff <laughs> like. I thought that was, I liked that because that was just, um, sometimes you want Hallmark to go there and it doesn't. Right. And it's so bland, And but this is a little spicy. They also had a joke that I just laughed out loud. Um, they were talking about their first concert. What concert did you go to? You know, and she said she went um, BSB. And I knew exactly what that was when she said BSB. I'm like, oh yeah, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. But he's like, wait, what? BSB? And she's, I was like, what? She, yeah, she said Backstreet Boys. And he goes, were there no other black people in your town? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like why did you go to BSB instead? <laughs> Because he went to Nas or something, he went to like a, this a concert, and uh, oh my gosh, that, I just laughed out loud with that. I was like, "That's kind of an edgy joke for Hallmark to make." And so that was right. You. So I'll go back to one of the things um, early on that was annoying me about her. Like, she, it was kind of the same thing where it started out where she was a little more annoying, and then she got into the the, the Iden life, and she yeah. became. You know really nice but like when the whole um interview thing was going on and she was speaking in the in the uh ear of the reporter while she was getting the text from her ex and stuff i'm like come on can't you just you're working in this live thing you can't just turn your ringer off flip your phone upside down right you know for like three minutes you have to be right in this middle of the brawl so that to me was like I, I, I don't think someone who's as accessible as she was would really be doing that. But once again, nitpicky, it's Hallmark, you suspend all that stuff, but. But that I think, I mean, that kind of played into the whole, she's burnt out, right? She can't, she had no professional boundaries anymore. She was like- That's a good point. Heartbreak. She was doing, it was just too gray. And so like forced vacation, I'd love to go on a forced vacation, but- uh, I, know. Yeah, I know, when I make mistakes at work, no one tells me to go on vacation. <laughs> Megan, you like, must go Megan, to Belize to to right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. See you later. Like, don't sure. don't come back until you are relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Falling in love. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about why, um, Megan. Why did you think this was this was confusing as far as like the mystery goes and stuff? Was it just wasn't very clear? Guess, did it take too long to explain it? I feel I just feel like there was a lot going on. You know, it was like first there was like the mystery of how did she get this house and like she was kind of trying to figure out like who scammed her and then it kind of changed to the fact that he was involved with the uh, um, DA and so I just there's just kind of a lot going on. I felt like, um, but I did again I did like it. But yeah, I also want to know who scammed her and like I wanted them to get oh. like I again going back to that I, if it was my house I would want to know yeah. who was putting my house up on the internet for rent absolutely but. especially <laughs> as a lawyer you know he's a lawyer you think that there was like there'd be this mystery that he could solve yeah yeah, yeah. well totally and also to that point like she started going after it and then she just stopped and i don't know if that's her character arc where she decided to re relax or whatever but like the person who put it up for a scam knew the keys were underneath the mat yeah. 
you know, or it's like a weird coincidence, which I would not find being a weird coincidence. And, but he was like, oh, it can't be anyone on the island. So, but who else knows the yeah, keys are under the mat other than everyone on the island? So I yeah. don't know, someone on that island's a little shady. Yeah, everyone needs to stop putting their keys under mats. I mean, that's just a bad idea. <laughs> At least find yeah, one of those so you put rocks. it in the flower like, pot. Okay. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Oh, man. There was, um, th she was in a Christmas movie that I loved. Um, uh, oh, sorry. I forget it now, but, you know, we all do that. We, we love it, but then we forget the title. But it was with Luke McFarlane, and she was so fantastic in that movie. Well, this one was so different but i still thought she did a great job like she is a hallmark leading lady for sure for me totally. I, I, agree. I think she was fantastic in it i also i thought they uh like when they went out and they went dancing and stuff like that camp like they had palatable chemistry yeah and stuff so it wasn't like this the cute whatever some of them are yeah. whatever this is like it's, it was a saucy yeah yeah yeah. yeah, that spice, that spice definitely going. So Eric, what do you rate this movie? I, I give this one the three and a half. Ooh, yeah, three and a half, good. Yeah. What about you, Megan? So I did the opposite. I gave this one a four. Oh, okay. So you liked it a little bit yeah, more I like, than Hidden Gems. I did, I did. I don't know why, but, you know, I just did. <laughs> sometimes you can't, you don't really know why. Yeah, sometimes you're just in a certain mood when you watch it. <laughs> It just hit you. It just, were, yeah. were they back to back nights? No, because they're because they're both on Hallmark. So, so back to back week. Weeks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I must have watched Hidden Gems a week late then. Okay. So okay. I thought I watched them back to back. So okay. Yeah. So so Hidden Gems. Then we had Caribbean Summer, and then we jumped uh, channels a little bit. But you forgot to give your rating. Oh, did I not? Oh, I do want to give my rating. I'm sorry about that. You know, I thought this one was great. I gave it kind of the same one as I did last time, 3.75. You know, it was just a solid movie to me. It has, had aspects that like, that I really loved and then aspects that kind of confused me a little bit, but um, I would totally watch it again. I think Heather is fantastic. I would love to see this guy again um, in more homework movies as well. So um, it was it was good. So we have exactly the same yeah. average rating for the first one and the second one. So we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarky in your life? What about getting that T-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. Over to Color My World with Love from the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel. Now, this one starred Erica Durantz, Benjamin Ayers, Lily D. Moore, and David DeSantis. And let's see, the synopsis is... Kendall is a talented artist with Down syndrome who, thanks to her, the support of her mother, Emma, 
and grandmother Bev is happy and thriving. Her life takes an exciting turn when she meets Brad in a cooking class. Uh, let's see, in a cooking class. Emma has spent the last 22 years trying to protect her daughter and has reservations about the new relationship, especially when it quickly moves in a serious direction. With the help of Nick, a longtime family friend of Brad's, Emma slowly accepts that Kendall is ready and should live on her own. So this was quite, this was a groundbreaking, diverse movie as far as um, people with abilities and disabilities go. Um, so we have two leads with Down syndrome who, first of all, I just want to say kudos to Hallmark for giving us not just a movie with people with Down syndrome in it that's a part of a nice movie, but they were the leads and they were romantic leads and they had a really beautiful story um, of family and support that went all around their romance. Uh, so I thought that was, that was really fantastic and they did a beautiful job. Peter Benson uh, was the director of this movie. Peter Benson is just making such strides and he's just getting to the top of my list of, of directors. You guys, he did the Santa Stakeout last um, Christmas season, which was a great movie. Megan, what did you think of uh, Color My World with Love? I really loved it. I did. It made me cry several times. Um, I just thought it was really sweet. It, I know that Down syndrome and autism are obviously very different, but it reminded me of a Netflix show, Love on the Spectrum. I don't know if you've watched that, but it's a kind of reality show, but not re like not trashy reality yeah. um, about people with um, who are on the autism spectrum dating and finding love. And it's just so heartwarming, warming and just mm -hmm. really makes you realize like everyone deserves that, you know, partnership and people finding people who, you know, have similar interests and, mm -hmm. and care for them. In that way, I just, I thought it was really sweet. I did like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so family oriented, you know, cause that's, that's, that's what it is. You know, it's not that like, it's very rare possibly that, you know, you have someone with Down syndrome, a child and they, and they leave your home, you know, and they go out and, and be independent. Although that is possible. And I loved how this movie highlighted that not only in these two characters but also in the um work that this nick that benjamin Ayers character was doing and building this community and this it wasn't just a home but it was a you know a community for for people with all different levels of abilities and um that was that was very cool to me that that vision and that part of the movie felt very real and um beneficial to everybody you know <laughs> around them but uh, before I go on with uh, with my assessment, Eric, what did you think of this movie? Um, it hits people differently sometimes, but what about you? Yeah. yeah, I liked it for many reasons, and then some of the reasons I didn't think it was great. I liked it for, like we're talking about how it really did center on the, uh, the kids with Down syndrome, about how to, um, you know, have them live normal lives and things like that like they yes they have this but you know it doesn't mean that they should just be banished or anything like that so all that aspect is good I thought the aspect of the mom's relationship with her and trying you know struggling to give her like she gets mad at everybody else for treating her daughter any differently but then her, she herself treats her daughter like she can't 
let go, right? So I thought all that stuff was great. And I, I, to your point too, I thought it was fantastic that Hallmark featured them as the, as the central relationship. The only thing like that just drove me crazy about it was the progression of that relationship. Like, it's like, oh, by the way, your daughter has a boyfriend. Right. Oh, wow. And then like six hours later, hey, will you marry me? You know, <laughs> like with my daughter, who's same age, I would be like, hold on, slow down, right. everything, you know, and all of that. So the fact like that sort of this, you know, they did do like, oh, wait, six months, this, that, and the other. But I think Hallmark just rushed that and they could have worked on the story a little more there. So that central part just really bugged me. But I thought the rest of the movie was just wonderful. And the, like you say, the, the bigger message was great. Yeah. One of my favorite, each movie like had a great line and I forget exactly what it was, but early on when it was like, oh, you got the rude discount or whatever it was, the yeah. rudeness discount when she was by the wedding. I thought that was just such an awesome dig yeah. on that uh, on that uh, um, uh, store clerk and stuff that that was fantastic. I, you know, it was so, um, it was so whimsical to me, this movie, just the way that like the relationship seemed very real and, um, but, and very good, like very solid relationships, everyone, you know, um, I wondered when you said your daughter's that same age and what if she came back and said, you know, she's engaged and she's going to get married to a guy she kind of just started dating. Did that make you more compassionate to Emma's? Um, Emma's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched that movie essentially through the lens of Emma. Yeah. So that was one of the things I really liked. Yeah. Of I thought they, she was fantastic. And then I thought the writing in it from that aspect was really good. And I thought they did a great job yeah. Um, yeah. Of, of that aspect. Though, once again, with her cell phone, she needs to put her cell phone down when her boss is there <laughs> and stuff like that. So I don't know. So it was, that was a really creative movie to me. Um, the way that this, this girl saw, you know, she's an artist and she sees, kind of gives you the vision of, of what she sees and she sees the colors and she sees the painting come alive. And, um, that was sweet. Yeah, I, I like that. I was curious what you guys thought about it. I liked it when mm -hmm. they kind of made it into the painting. Yeah. And then her mom does that at the end. You know, she kind of like can slow down and see the beauty of it and see right. kind of through her daughter's eyes. And that was very, very sweet. Very sweet. The, the other thing at the end, when you're, you're talking about that one line, the other one that was great, well, wasn't, uh, I guess it was the line. But at the very end of the movie, when Emma is at the, they're at the, uh, the wedding and Nick comes up behind her and is like, hey, you want to dance? And she is like, what? And, but that look, when she sees his voice, she like just beams. Yes. That was one of the best looks I've ever seen in the Hallmark movie. It was just, oh. she nailed that one moment to me yeah. so perfectly. And then she's like, wait, and she's like, what? I can't ask you to dance or whatever it was. She's like, Oh, no, I thought you were going to ask to kiss me. Like going back to like how it's a little bit, yes. you know, spicy Hallmark was this time and, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, but I thought that like that one look she gave, it was like, it was like a rewind, rewind kind of uh, thing. I thought she just nailed that. That, yeah, she did. So. She nailed that performance and, you know, a protective mom, but at the same time, she's, she's falling in love. She's trying to take care right. Um. And then at the party, when it's like, oh, who is this? 
oh, we haven't like figured out who we are yet. <laughs> you know, when, when he was talking to, was it a, his brother, I think, or his yeah. friend, whatever. But I thought that was like a great line too. Like they had really good dialogue between <laughs> Nick and Emma and stuff. I thought they had fantastic dialogue in this movie. Yeah, they did. They had great dialogue. I'm trying to see um, the, I remember the, I think the one, the person who wrote this movie also wrote, you know, you kind of go on IMDb and see like, oh, had yeah, yeah. anything, but also like a couple of Hallmark movies I've just loved in the past. So it, it's fun to see the consistency, like, yeah, keep giving us that good dialogue, keep giving us good characters to root for. And that's great. What did you guys think about the story with the father, like her finding her father? What did you think about that? That's a good question, Eric. I guess it goes back to, to like what you said, Megan, earlier, a little throwing a little too much in there. Mm -hmm. Sure, he showed up. He showed up to the wedding late. He didn't really serve too much yeah. of a purpose other than offering to pay for the for the wedding, I guess, or some of the wedding. But it didn't. It, it could either they should have done it or not done it. I think that's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't kind of enough. I think closure on that. I, I mean, I like the part um, where you know the daughter was explaining to the mom, like you know, actually we should feel bad for him because he's the one that missed out. Yeah, I, yeah. I did. I love that conversation because I think you know when you are a child who has a parent that hasn't really been around um, as much as you know another parent, I think that is kind of a hard conversation to have, and it's a hard thing to kind of wrap your mind around it. So I liked that conversation and you know her per, her perspective on it. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of wanted more, I wanted like more closure, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. I That goes back to that wonderful dialogue that you were talking about too, Eric, and that, that line and that scene was really, profound and I'm really had this I had just a great moment where she's like I feel I feel bad for him but it still is important for a child to kind of connect with their biological parent that that maybe they you know you've worked so hard to be enough for for your child to the you know Emma was and then grandma and she had such a wonderful support system she still wanted to know her dad, she, you know, and that's just, oh, it just was heartbreaking. But she didn't want it because she felt like she was incomplete necessarily. She just knew that there was a relationship out there that right. she right. I just thought, yeah, they, they had such good performances and uh, I really appreciated that. That was cool. Well, Megan, what do you rate this movie? I know you liked it so much. I did. I gave it a five. I mean, I just thought it was great. I really liked it. And I think it, it is important for Hallmark to continue to do movies like this. I think I, you know, it made me learn a lot and made me want to learn more um, and, you know, really open up my mind and heart. So, you know, I just really liked it. And yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it's a way to, it is a way to learn. Like you said, it's a way to learn and learn in a, in a, in a good way um, because you see when you see someone come on the scene and they say oh isn't that so sweet that someone like her can paint so well you know or and they're so condescending and you're like oh you know like I can be oh that was horrible <laughs> but you know have I ever misspoke that way have I ever had a thought that like that you know and it, you can learn from these movies 
what is a more gracious response here? What is a more, hey, treat her like you would treat anyone else, you know, speak to her like you would speak to anyone else. And um, sure, it's fiction, but I bet it really, really models, uh, really reflects real life. And yeah, I told you, I think it would. Yeah, I would think so. So five out of five, this was, this is a highly recommended by me. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what about you? I'm trying to do some math so I can keep this at the uh, our 3.75 <laughs> average, but I'll just go that. It was a, uh, I'm at 3.75. Yes. So it, like I said, if it, it's that one, if they could have just not had it be right when she met, you know, met him, her daughter's boyfriend, that they're also engaged. So, but I also thought they did deal with those things well, like when, you know, she looked at at uh, Nick and was like, you let this happen? He's like, no, I was just talking about, you know, what love is and you'll feel it and yeah. you know, this, that, and the other. So I, I thought they did handle stuff well. It just, yeah. like I said, I, I would have been, yeah. as a, you know, well, that sounds and like it had nothing to do with her having Down syndrome either. Like I say, it just has to do with Except the parent. Not, yeah. It sounds like it, it hits you at an emotional place yourself. And so that does affect sometimes yeah. how we see these movies and how yeah. we enjoy them too. It's like a little too close to home. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And it just, for whatever reason, that's the, oh, the thing it, I just couldn't get past. The, everything else I really liked, like I said, yeah. I thought that the, the dialogue was great. I thought the message was great. Yeah. I thought that the relationships within it, regardless of the romantic relationships, yeah. were all great. So yeah. it's just, just that one thing was just to me. Yeah. Just too much. Just, well, mine, yeah. I've got a 4.5 on this one. I thought it was very good. And so many of the points that you brought up there too, Eric, were, um, were on my list. Great dialogue, um, great relationships, really good conflict resolution. And you know that had to do with a lot of the dialogue. Um, fantastic performances by this cast and, and uh, everyone who worked on it. It just was really a beautiful movie. So, um, Color my world with love. Yeah. Well done. Well done, Hallmark. Movies and mystery. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on to our fourth movie here that we are going to discuss um, Mariah's Lighthouse. Mariah's Lighthouse, starring Rochelle LeVere, Luke McFarlane. And this is on based off of a book series, I guess, which I've never read. So, I might pick it up actually, because I did enjoy this. But um, let's see. One thing that I thought was really fun <clears throat> before I read the synopsis is that this movie was written by a group of writers that includes Paul Campbell. And Paul Campbell is just, oh, he's just such a great Hall star, really great leading man. But now he's getting, he's writing more. And um, I can tell. I feel like I can tell like what jokes he wrote and, and things, he, dialogue he wrote in the movie. Um, really fun, kind of playful writer. So here we go. Mariah's Lighthouse is based on a book series by Serena Miller. Mariah is a woodworking artisan who lives in France, sea, seaside town. She dreams of restoring a local lighthouse. Uh, when Ben, an American architect, comes to town, it seems as though her dreams will never become reality after she learns that he's there to give the lighthouse a makeover, but for another buyer, someone else. Oh, Megan, what did you think of Mariah's lighthouse? 
Well, this one wasn't my favorite. I think this was my least favorite of the month, um, which, you know, it was a good month, so I'm not saying I didn't like it at all. Um, but I, I don't know where sometimes the save the, you know, whatever, save the blank plot, plot lines kind of lose me. Um, I thought they were cute and they had cute chemistry, but I just didn't really get into it as much as I got into the other ones. I didn't find myself, like, caring as much, I think. Um I'm not sure exactly why. My husband loves lighthouses. Like everywhere, every time we go somewhere and there's a lighthouse, we have to go visit the lighthouse. So maybe I'm just over lighthouses. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, he doesn't watch the homework. I mean, sometimes he'll like sit next to me and like be on his phone, but yeah, he, he didn't watch this one. I should have, I should have made him. I was like, it's about lighthouses. He loves them. This would be the one. This would be the one. Oh, how funny. Well, okay. So yeah, just because it was the, the maybe your least favorite of the month doesn't mean it wasn't yeah. good. I mean, there's there's this was such a good month of movies. But um, I mean, exactly. I would agree that it was kind of the slowest, maybe kind of a, the paced really slow. Um, yeah, but Eric, what about you? What were your thoughts on Mariah's Lighthouse? So I, uh, I thought it started out really cute and funny Mm -hmm. and some really good lines in it one of the like I said the different movies had their lines but when she he came up and he was like saying like bonsoir and then they're like uh that's good evening oh bon appetit no that's you know whatever this bon voyage no and he's like bon jovi and then she's (laughs) like you're halfway there like I thought that was line so that's funny you said that about you could pick out the Paul Campbell in it because that probably is because Throughout the movie, there were like some really good little, yeah. like subtle jokes yeah. and stuff. But I thought the movie started out and then just sort of as a slow downhill thing. And it seemed like they, maybe the, like you said, how there's a group, like this sort of kept piling in things, like the history that they found in the book and just the other stuff. So it just to me, just slowly got to where it was kind of where by the end of it, I was on my iPad doing some other stuff, watching it simultaneously and right. everything like that, which was the only movie of the month, I'll say, that I had, to, you know, to Megan's point, that I, that did have that reaction. It wasn't terrible yeah. and things like that. And I thought like they were both good. I really liked her. Um, and Luke is like, whatever, he's Luke. So he rarely ever goes, goes you know, wrong. So, you know, so that aspect was good. I thought they also started out with him being a little too slapsticky-ish like goofy whatever like you could have brought that down a little but all in all like I say just a slow thing to the end of didn't really care too much at the end yeah you know what to me what made this movie was the location I this oh yeah French island was gorgeous it's so amazingly gorgeous the water the the town the streets the baguette man I mean like I just wanted the flower guy you know I wanted to go <laughs> there and and just be a part of this whole like I want to take a bike tour with Luke McFarlane I mean that's what I I want no you to- don't he like wipes out you want to take it with the rest of them <laughs> maybe not with him he was a little he was a little extra prone yeah. But um, I did, I loved the French, like the, the hotels and by the water and the lighthouse and everything. I mean, that to me was really kept me watching 
um, like, what are they going to do with this place? And isn't that charming that a lighthouse would have a house next to it? Like, oh my goodness. But um, so it's one of the movies for me where I thought Luke McFarlane was hilarious. I thought he was adorable. This little goofy American coming in and just kind of like laughing at himself a little bit. And um, I don't think he necessarily needed a romance in this movie. Like they, it could have been the the older couple reconnecting as like the the main romance, but um, I don't know. Sometimes you just think a couple could be friends and make a good movie as friends. Yeah, and yeah, actually, that's a hundred percent right. <laughs> but they they would have been so much better just being friends. They were, they were so they had so much in common. They did such a oh, I mean, I just felt like. They could have um they could have done that but that's not hallmark's way i understand that right. want the happy ever after for for this couple um but yes she was she was beautiful um okay so i heard through the grapevine a couple people a couple friends were annoyed at the accents was yep. that, did that bother you guys i didn't really know this no so i actually did an instagram post on that asking did it or did i do instagram or reddit one of the two and asking, did it bother people? And some people were like, yeah, it's terrible, it's terrible. And other people were like, no, I didn't care. It was such a cute movie. Like their relationship was cute. All the other stuff. That's how I was. Yeah. I don't, the accents rarely ever bother me. Um, there was the one earlier with um, Kevin McNally, right? Who I think yeah. earlier his Boston accent was got all the, you know, everyone all up in arms and stuff. Yes. It didn't bother me at all at all but it was a lot of people did like if you go through the imdb um a lot of people complain say that completely ruined the movie for them yeah. and stuff. So, not me at all i don't know what about you megan yeah i didn't really bother me but i'm really not that picky with accents right. i'm i don't know if it's also because like, i can't sing like I com i'm completely toned up so maybe that's <laughs> part of it like i just don't even hear the difference i'm like oh, i think it all sounds the same to me <laughs> I'm just not that I'm I just, and I've never lived in France I've visited but I've never lived there so I didn't have you know very strong feelings about the accents yeah yeah did anyone notice the wind and she's from Montreal oh yeah oh, I mean no so I would guess she she had to put on that accent you know but um I thought she did a good job no as I say so she's from Montreal so she does definitely speak French, you know, natively, but it's obviously Canadian French, not mm. France French and stuff. But um, yeah, I think it was nitpicky to be be upset about about that. The other thing um, that I saw a lot of backlash on, which annoyed me, were people were saying, oh, why are they having Luke McFarlane, who's a, a gay actor, why is he being in a heterosexual relationship? Of which he's, he's, yeah. he's acting, you know? Whatever. It's like so stupid. But I saw like a lot of comments really? about it. There's like her accent and then that. And I, I was like, those are just people who are yeah. just angry with life, I guess. Right. And and stuff. But um Well, I just feel like those are people who don't understand show business. The business is yeah. to act. And you take a character right. and you make it, you know, like, and he's been doing that for a long time. I feel like he's, he played heterosexual characters way before he kind of came and um, did any 
of the recent um, right. homosexual characters that he's been playing like on Netflix and stuff like that. Those those movies, right? I mean, he's he's a great actor. He can do both. I mean, he, he does both, and it, it, I like it both. Yeah, I I loved him in all of his roles. I think he's yeah. yeah he's, like you said, if it's it's a job. I mean, they you yeah. know these are. It's also how they pay the bills and how they make yeah. a living. Here's a question: What did you, would you think about the conflict at the end of him taking off and whatever? Like, do you think that was a little forced? Megan? Yeah, I, like you said before earlier in the podcast, this was definitely one of those like typical Hallmark ones where it's like, oh, he has to run back and like profess his love. He can't, you know, it's like in real life, you'd be like, okay, this is a good relationship. Let's see where it goes. Like you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't require the person to like, you know, leave everything to move to France immediately. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, that one, I, it wasn't my favorite ending. The part where he was like, stop the boat. And then they're like, oh, we're not actually stopping the boat. I did think that was funny. And that got me laughing. I was like, okay, at least right. there's a little bit of realism in here. But it wasn't my favorite ending. But, you know, it's homework. That's, that's sort of that's their That's where point. I think the Paul Campbell. Yeah. Yes. yes that was like probably. the Paul Campbell writing in that. Totally. Because it was um, just funny. Uh, uh, yeah, once again, that was like my one of the, the beginning with the Bon Jovi and then that at the end were like the two, my, my highlight lines. Yeah. Yeah. They was. I like two about how the other guy was like, yes, yes, yes. And then he's fine. It's not stopping. You're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that. the guy next to him was so excited for him, you know, even though he knew uh, it wasn't actually, doing, I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to like jump off and swim. Yeah. And, of which I was like, no, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> fortunately, fortunately he did. Yes. No, I, there are times for me that I really want, I want a believable ending. Like, can I, does this make sense that we would, you know, like the Caribbean summer, does this make sense that he would leave the island, move back to the States um, and do pro bono law work? Okay, I can see him doing that. He's moving to where she is, you know, but yeah, some, sometimes you're like, well, okay, I guess I guess you could move to France. I mean, you've always wanted to put roots down somewhere and you don't really have roots, you know, like that kind There's of- There's definitely worse places. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, Eric, what do you rate this movie, Mariah's Lighthouse? I'll, I'll say just because of the scenery and once again, a bunch of those one-liners, I'll be nice and give it a three. <laughs> okay, awesome. Megan, what about you? I also wrote down a three. You wrote down a three. This is fun. I wrote down a 3.25. So not too much farther than or off of what you guys. You made it seem like this is better than Color of My World or everything. Like I was waiting for like 4.8 out of you or something, not 3.25. You were like right where we were. I know. I was trying to, I was just, you know, trying to like be a balance on, on it. I, I loved the, um, so many things that that what you guys said you know the the writing the um scenery the just france and stuff like that i thought luke and his character was great um but there was a few things there that just kind of made it a nice a nice movie to me but nothing um extra special i guess so yeah. did i make it sound like i liked it way too much no <laughs> i liked it <laughs> We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? 
Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Guys, we have one more movie to discuss. Two tickets to paradise. Starring Ashley Williams and Ryan Pave. Now, uh, two strangers meet on what feels like the worst day of their lives. Hannah and Josh both have been stood up at the altar. While shocked and devastated, they happen to meet at a park, which turns out to be a more a morale boost um, that they needed. Uh, and they commit to taking their honeymoon vacations uh, by themselves. Uh, they realize they're going to the same honeymoon resort and keep crossing paths in tropical paradise. Seeing the futility of fighting fate, Hannah and Josh eventually join forces and help learn from one each other and enjoy their vacations. That was really wordy. I, I don't know why I read the whole thing. I'm sorry about that. But that's basically, that's the movie I saw. I mean, they get dumped. They go on these these vacations by themselves. Uh, what did you think of this movie, Eric? I have to I had really, really high expectations for it. And I tell you what, it totally lived up. Yes. It was, what an amazing way to end the, uh, the, 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 the June movies. It was so good. Um, beforehand, I kept uh, posting, I just don't know about the chemistry, if it's going to work, because Ashley Williams is quirky, funny. Brian Peavy is kind of serious, a little stoicy, Mr. Darcy and everything. But they killed it. They were, they were so good together. He, like she came down just a little bit and he relaxed a little bit and it was like, it was so, so good. And I don't know, but I believe Ryan Peavy was shirtless more than he was shirt in this movie. <laughs> he, his surfboard, like, I don't know, he carries a surfboard through the restaurant and everywhere he goes, he's carrying his the surf, the surfboard, you know, shirtless and stuff. And uh, which, best some of the best lines of the movie where i wrote them down it's like and we're talking about little little once again the spicy hallmark it's like ashley williams is like oh josh you aren't wearing a shirt like the first time she saw him and then when he left she's like oh and you don't have to put a shirt on if you don't want to and stuff like she was just like flat out not even trying to pretend that she wasn't a little amazed and impressed with uh yeah. with his little surfer bod there and stuff so no I just I thought this movie was just absolutely and I, I was convinced I wasn't I was going to be disappointed because I had such high expectations oh yeah and that so, can be dangerous to go on with right. high expectations and you're like cringing if it's not good you know you want it to be so good right. um I'm so glad it lived up to your expectations that's awesome well we'll keep talking about why but Megan what was your first impressions of this movie 
I loved it too. I have to say that I was getting a little annoyed by the previews because I could not get that song out of my head. I would be like doing the dishes and I'm like, two tickets to pay. I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I singing this song all the time for a week? And I hadn't even seen the movie yet. But um, yeah, I loved the movie. I thought it was really cute. I love Ashley Williams. She's obviously um, one of my favorites. I thought she did really well. The scenery was beautiful. Um, I can't imagine being left at a the altar it's so terrible that it almost I think because sometimes Hallmark you know it's they have these crazy scenarios and all these things and I think being left at the altar is such a crazy thing that it makes everything else seem sort of normal yeah. if that makes sense like um because you would be kind of crazy after you got left at the altar mm -hmm. and I'm assuming it happens I don't know anyone that personally happened to um but I'm sure it does and it would be very very hard especially you yeah. know when you're in that big white dress and all your friends and family I can't even imagine yeah one thing I was like why doesn't she take her sister or her mom on the trip <laughs> I kept thinking that like her sister keeps calling her like are you sure I can't come I feel like you're, sure. I would if I was a sister I'd be like I'm coming whether you want me or not I'll get a separate room but I'm still Did you not coming. see Ryan Peavy without his shirt <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. There we go. She's saying stay away. <laughs> yeah, stay away. We don't need any more competition am, over here. I am, I am no, she had already care made, of right already now. made a connection with them. She had already promised they're going on solo. Let's figure our lives out. Let's figure out what went wrong. You go right. on your solo. I'll find a honeymoon vacation spot to go on at my solo. And then it ended up being the same place. But um, let me tell you, listen, when I first saw that these two would be in a movie together, I was like, oh no oh i don't know about this like exactly right. like he said eric she is so wow and that works so well but with him i was like how could this not be like a like a golden retriever and a like a black cat <laughs> thing you know like this would be so weird but they pulled things out of each other i think as as actors that made so much sense and he, first of all, her character was the list maker and she was like the type A. So she had to be a little more subdued. And mm -hmm. he, I have that in my notes. Yes. And he was like this loose, oh, I sold a company young. I have all this money. I have no roots. Kind of loose adventurer type of guy, which made him have to be, you know, kind of like, right. like be more. And he did it. He smiled more in this movie than I think I've ever seen him smile. He like cracked jokes. He was kind of flirty. Like to me, this is his be very best movie he's ever made. In my opinion, this is like at least the one I've enjoyed watching him in most because not because of just the shirtless thing, Eric. I mean, but it, but mostly. <laughs> that didn't hurt though. His <laughs> did not hurt. His character was so cool with her. You know, he was like, he knew she was going through, she was a mess, but he just like was patient. He was pulling her out. What's on your list? Let's do something else. Like he really saw her, I thought. So that was, that was fun. The shenanigans, so what, go ahead. What I was thinking is, so he did like all his own surfing and stuff in it too. And then I was watching all the, all the Hallmarky live videos and in, in uh, at Rama Drama and stuff, that, and then seeing a lot of him in, in in that, I'm thinking this role was actually more like who he really is, 
and a lot of the other roles because he kind of has that look yeah. right so i think they kind of in his other roles made him have this more serious yeah. stern yeah um you know mr yeah. darcy type thing and yeah. i think this role he just got to sort of be himself yeah. and to your, to your point too that you made i really do think like you said they both brought out like the best of each other yeah. um in their acting but also their roles and stuck the, the characters you know as as well too so yeah it was like i because i i'd say i've never really been too big of a fan of his yeah um yeah. i thought you know I, I didn't dislike him or anything like that but i was always like oh, he's whatever and fantastic i'll 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 put, put him in six more movies and I'll watch them all now. So I'm all happy. Well, I felt like that too. He won me, you know, I was a fan cause he's, he's Ryan, but I, he really won me this over this movie with, um, first of all, I really loved the writing. Tracy Andrine is the one who wrote this. And I love that they leaned into their um, healing quite a bit they talked about their fiancés they mm -hmm. talked about things that you know were why did why did this happen and they talked about it for a lot to the point where there's 30 minutes left in the movie and I'm like are they gonna are they gonna do they like each other like are they gonna fall in love like do we have time for this it's like this could be a mini series you know <laughs> but they they did that the last half hour was awesome I you like literally have stolen my notes. What? Okay, say it again. What did you literally like? I have it on here. It's like great writing. The script was just great. Um, yeah. So I connected with. There's the two people who wrote it. There was the one you said, and then there was a guy who I don't remember his name, but I was connected with him on Instagram as well. Dustin, Dustin Riker. Oh, is the director, and then the writers were Kevin Taft and Tracy. And Kevin. Yeah. So I like checked with him a little bit on there on Instagram too, but they, they apparently had wrote this pre COVID and it had just been sitting there waiting and then COVID happened and shut everything down. Uh, and then it got picked up in January. Oh, and wow. so it, it all happened. But I just like told him, I'm like, they're just like, most of movies have this unbelievability to it. I thought they didn't have like, you could really see like to Megan's point earlier, crazy scenario. Yeah. but then the things that played they didn't force anything yeah. it all seemed like a natural progression they didn't like like you're just saying they didn't all of a sudden you know oh an hour ago i just got dumped at the at the altar now i'm in love with this guy yeah she was appreciating him for being mm -hmm. you know hot but she wasn't like gaga over him and then they were like each encouraging like you've got to talk to your yeah. to you know your ex you've got to talk like all like i just found the whole movie completely plausible from beginning yeah. to end and it was romantic yeah. as well so mm -hmm. i thought it was one of the best movie the last movie i thought was written this well was uh a wedding every weekend which i thought was oh, uh, yeah. a great that like a great movie just from beginning to end none, yeah. none of that stuff where you uh, had to suspend that i thought it was yeah. the writing was best in at least a year yeah no, I, I completely agree. I think that there was there was enough subtle romantic kind of connections and leading up to when they say goodbye to each other at the hotel. My heart was like breaking for them. You know, they're like, totally. 
okay, I guess this is it. You know, what happened in the last like 10 minutes. Did that feel rushed to you guys or was that okay? I felt the opposite because like I said, I like that they didn't end up together. I like that she went home with her, her original fiance, really kind of figured out what she wanted. Because I think the point of the movie, too, was how can you be a couple if you don't know yourself? So if she would have just immediately gone on to um, get with Ryan, it would have been, that's not really the point. The point is that you need to find yourself first before you can really be in a couple. So I like that. I thought it was good that they went their separate ways and then connected in the end. I I thought it was perfect ending. So when they were having their little cocktails and he said, oh, my mom was so right for me to come here or whatever. That should have been the sign of, no, I would say like you, you guys obviously both have husbands, but if your husband's ever saying, well, my mom says this, <laughs> that doesn't go over too well. So, sorry, to your point of like, oh, do you feel rushed? This was the first movie. Once again, I'm gonna go back to um, Wedding Every Weekend. This is the first, Hallmark movie. Why, like I say, I liked them. Like I liked Hidden Gems. I loved um, uh, Hallmark or excuse me, Wedding Veil Legacy. Like so, there's movies I've really liked and everything like that. But this is the first movie since Wedding Every Weekend, which I literally did not want to end. I was as it was going, I was like getting anxious. I'm like, don't, because like, you know, there's the countdown of this is happening. Okay, there's ten minutes left, so yes. they're gonna break up now, right? And I was just so anxious. I'm like, I don't want it to end. I want another hour of this movie and stuff. That's, so. that's funny that you say that because I too, and I, I wrote down that like, I this could have been a mini series. Like, just like, give me time with each person and each scenario. Like, let's lengthen some of these scenes, you know. Um, when they go home and they both talk to their ex-fiancés, and they both kind of make a plan moving forward. What am I going to do with my life moving forward type of thing? And then they reconnect again. That I loved. And I, I don't care that there's two more minutes. I, I love that this is happening. And then they had a one year later. And so even that you're like, yes, I'm ready to celebrate the wedding on the beach, you know, back in Hawaii. This is perfect. It was so romantic and he was so swoony she was just this appreciated quirky character and uh it was such a good movie she was asking me for my my rating right yeah okay uh i give it a 4.5 i loved it great great yeah it's one to watch again what about you eric okay so i'm giving it a five like i said one of the best movies of of there the other thing i'm gonna jump back to is early on when she's in the bathroom and crying at the very beginning. And she's like, I think it's because I made him watch Sound of Music. So the, the other thing that's funny is like, that's one of my wife's favorite movies, but she makes me watch. I don't hate it. I just don't get it. Like we went and saw the sound. Of, we saw the musical twice. Now, the second time I slept through the whole thing of which she was all annoyed at me for sleeping through it. And so, so when that came on, I like paused. I was in the other room. My wife was out. That's watching uh, something else I like made her come in and I'm like you gotta see this and stuff so but no I, like I said I just I thought this movie was so 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 good so good well I I had low expectations for it and 
it really, really surpassed. Like it, it was such a good movie. I would watch it again. I'd watch it again tonight. I mean, it's, it's only, it only premiered last weekend and I would just pop that thing on again. It was fun. It was funny. It was heartfelt. These two brought such great quality to the, to these roles. It felt like more than a Hallmark movie to them, you know, like they really brought their heart to these um, characters. And so I loved that. I, you know, I will, am very close to a five. I mean, I, I put it at a 4.5, but the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm like, maybe I loved it even more than that. But <laughs> I did a 4.5. I thought it was such a good movie. Um, that was really fun. Really, really fun. So for you here, uh, Eric, would it be that's the, the best movie in June, maybe even the best in for the year? So for the year I had, Wedding Veil Legacy was another one I had low expectations for. Yeah. Actually, I had high expectations for this, but I was just very nervous. Yeah. But I thought that was going to be the worst. And I thought that Alison Sweeney and yes. Victor Webster were so good. So that was my favorite movie of 2022. And maybe it's a recency bias. But like you said, that's one of the things I, 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 I when I view a movie, it's like, would I watch it again? Yeah. So there's a lot of movies I like, but I'm like, I, you know, I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah. And I would, to your point, I would, if it was on right now, I'd totally watch it again. So yeah, this is my favorite movie of, like I said, this is my favorite movie since, uh, since, uh, which we got wedding every weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. Uh, Megan, what about you? You said your, your lowest one maybe was Mariah's Lighthouse and then your, your, is this your top? No, it was Color, Color My World. Yeah. I Color My World, I think I gave a five, but I think they're both so different that it's hard to, yeah. I mean, they're very, very different movies and I think they serve different purposes and yeah. on different channels. So I think both of these, uh, yeah, Ticket to Paradise, two Ticket to Paradise, let's get it right, two tickets. Um, and Color My World with Love were both, were both yeah. really good. I thought overall June, June, they did well in June. Summer, I think summer is easier. May is a weird month. Yeah, May is a little weird month. We've got like, we're not really working on a holiday. We're not really working on, you know, some some of the movies end up looking like fall movies to me for some weird reason. I'm like, what? But this one was a really enjoyable month. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me on this recap. Thank you for um, spending time just like, you know, gushing about these movies with, with us here on the Hallmarkies podcast. This is kind of what we're all about, but um, uh, yeah, everyone, we want to hear from you. We want to know what you thought of these movies as well. Did you think they just did knocked it out of the park in June like we did? And which one did you like the best? Please leave a comment and um, on the YouTube channel if you're watching there and subscribe so you don't miss any more of our recaps. Um, definitely leave a review on iTunes if you're listening there. We always love to hear from you guys and want to interact with you too. Um, but Eric, where can people find you on social media? All right. So I basically, I, I review movies as well. Um, my website is Hallmark Movie Reviewer and on Instagram and YouTube, I'm Hallmark Movie Reviewer on both of those. And then on, uh, it's too long for Twitter. So Twitter, I'm Eric Rutten. Nice. So. Good. Yeah, go follow Eric and see what he has to say about your favorite homework movies as well. I know. What are, what are you working on right now? What's your project? So right now I'm watching a bunch of mysteries and I'm getting ready to do a ranking of all the best uh, Hallmark mysteries. Anyone who knows me knows it's no surprise what my number one's going to be, but 
getting into some of these older ones has been kind of an interesting uh, uh, journey for me. That's fun. Cool. Well, we'll be looking forward to that. Um, Megan, what about you? Where can people find you on social media? On Instagram, I'm Megan Ruth 3200 And on Twitter, I'm Megan D 320 So love to talk Hallmark anytime. Yes, we, we love it. Um, come find me on Instagram at Hallmark Comics. That's Hallmark underscore comics. And I'd love to interact with you guys there and just find the silly, silly side of life on Hallmark Channel and uh, just funny little observations. Well, I think they're funny. I mean, and just kind of write these comics for myself. And they're funny. Came into like a just a fun place to meet people who also loved Hallmark. Um, Okay, thanks so much, you guys. We will catch you another time. Thanks for listening uh, to our June recap. See ya.